Hi, and welcome to Remote Pep Talks with Ryan Miller. I am Ryan Miller, and uh, here we go. This episode of Remote Pep Talks is a, is a special one. I mean, I think they're all special, but uh, this one is a bit special because I get to go to Rome. Let me back up and explain. The person in need of a pep talk this week is, is a guy named Steve who I know because we used to be tour guides together in Rome. And Steve reached out to me and said the following, what the hell am I doing with my life? After leaving Rome unceremoniously 10 years ago, I really have done nothing. With my Italian passport, I have all these ideas of wanting to get back to Europe, but I get stuck with what to do. I have skills, they just aren't office friendly. I don't know how to excel legally with the skills I do have, which is basically working with people, I think. Now, that sounds like a guy in need of a pep talk, and he came to the right place. So, why don't we just get started? And we're gonna go to the Spanish steps now and answer the question, or at least unpack the question, Rome or home? So, thanks for meeting me here on the Spanish steps. I, I thought this would be a perfect place to kind of unpack what we're talking about here because, I mean, the Spanish steps. Yeah, the thing about being a tour guide in Rome, which you'll remember, was how every day was... An adventure, I guess. Uh, there was risk involved. There was entrepreneurship. There was, yeah, like just gathering outside of St. Peter's Basilica, lining up with your gatherer who would send people to your tour group. And then you just do that, that tour of the inside of St. Peter's Basilica and bring everyone back outside and then pitch a tour of the Vatican museums, basically having demonstrated your worth, your value to them as helping them unlock the, the hidden secrets. I think what, what for me, you know, the takeaway from those times was really, you know, what it did for me was, you know, I learned a lot in terms of history, and I also learned a lot in terms of how to interact with people, how to sell how to perform, how to sharpen a performance. And basically, well, here's where I'm at, is I feel like, you know, the question that you've asked is really, I feel more like you're looking for permission, and I could be totally off base. I feel like you're looking for permission to do something daring and you don't need me to give that to you but if you do I give it so go and do something I saw an interesting an interesting study recently was it a study it maybe wasn't a study it was just a a thought provoking article 
saying that, you know, if we're stuck in a rut or we're feeling down, we can't wait for ourselves to feel better in order to do stuff, right? I mean, we can. It's just not very effective. The more effective way is to do stuff. And that, that will be the beginning of a virtuous cycle that will lead to us feeling better. So it's, it's about action. I think there's a, it's probably related to stoic philosophy, but it's about really taking charge of our lives. And, you know, and, and in a way, I think when, when we look back at what we've, what we've done, when we look back at our lives, or even as we live them, and we go, well, what, what value is there here? You know, is there value for other people? Are we improving ourselves? So the idea there is, you know, if we're if we're helping other people, if we're caring for someone who's not well, or we're able to give some value to other people through education, entertainment, just being there, being friends, loving people, that kind of stuff, that's super important. If we're making ourselves better, enriching our own lives, that's really valuable. And of course, there's always, you know, the need for to sustain ourselves. The need to, uh, you know, eat, have a roof over our heads, bathe, you know, what a, exercise, whatever it is, those kind of things. I'm assuming some of that baseline stuff from Maslow's hierarchy of needs is looked after. So it's not really that we're talking about. It's really about the, you know, the self-actualization. And... You know, I think there's it's there's that Goethe quote. Whatever you think you can do or believe you can do, begin it. Action has magic, grace and power in it. And I think that's that's the key here. I mean, when you talk about not having office-friendly skills, I mean, <laughs> at this point, you know, during a pandemic when anyone with office-friendly skills is working in their sweatpants at their kitchen table, you know, office-friendly skills aren't really at a premium at the moment. So it's really about other stuff. You know, there's there are a lot of problems with living in a pandemic, and I'm super fortunate to be able to work from home. But for the rest of us... For people who can't, obviously, that's a, that's an entirely different situation. And I'm not sure where you're at. But my sense is that you're looking for action. And I, as I said, it's not necessarily about feeling better, because I sense that you're a bit stuck, and then taking action. It's about taking action first. And there's also part of it, when you look at action, is, well, what action should I take? You talk about having an Italian passport and maybe going to Europe. Great. You know, if there's if there's not much going on now, taking that big bold step really could be could be valuable. You know, if it's a matter of giving your notice at wherever you live and putting some stuff in storage and, you know, fucking off. I mean, we know you're resourceful. You can land on your feet. But even at at a at a less dramatic step there's also the action of look at that suitcase it's way too much stuff <laughs> there's the idea of maybe it's about planting seeds what can you do now 
that will bear fruit down the line. And maybe so if I think about it as if we think that you've got your the foundation of your hierarchy nailed down, you got food and shelter, safety and security, all those things, then what are the next steps? One of them, I think, could be pursuing something that gives you energy, whether it's hiking, playing basketball, swimming, doing origami, writing haikus, learning to play the drums, calling up old friends and having conversations. It's really, I mean, I see like, hey, find something that has some value and and see what comes of it. In my experience, doing something that excites you will probably pay dividends down the line, but the key is you'll love it in the moment. And if you love it in the moment, then you're, as far as I'm concerned, that's already a win. And I, I don't know if, I don't know how attached you are to nostalgia. I definitely look back at our time in Rome and, you know, eating pizza al taglio uh, for lunch or taking a big, or in my case, more like a medium to small to medium sized group of people to the Vatican Museum and trying to share with them the passion and excitement of the the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, getting people really worked up over that kind of stuff, uh, getting people worked up over the art and the intrigue, something I loved and I miss. But we can't go back. But we can use that. We can use what we've done in the past to carry forward with energy and excitement and an eye on the future. But start small, find where your passion is, not not even where your passion is find something you like doing do that do it more fill those times um this is lesson i could take for myself but create more i love watching movies and binge watching shows on netflix but maybe one or two evenings a week do something that is more about you being active being creative and putting something into the world and again There doesn't need to be an end result in mind. You don't need to think, hey, this is going to be a book. Hey, I'm going to write an album. Hey, I'm going to start a business. Just do small things now that give you energy and are meaningful. And you're done. And then you reevaluate. You're not done. You reevaluate down the line. And onward you go. And another thing that's super important is to remember you're a fucking great person. And you, yeah, you're, you're smart, you're funny, you're educated, and you are, as you know, great with people. And you might need to dig a little deeper than usual to find some, some courage to shake yourself out of wherever you are now. But you got it. You can do it. And when you do... The results will be so worth it. So, that's it. And I want to say thanks for meeting me here at the Spanish Steps and having a chat with me. I really appreciate it. So, I could also say, Grazie amico caro. Um, È stato un grande piacere di uh, vederti e parlare con, con te. Qui, Aroma. All right. Talk to you soon.
All right, that's it. Another episode done. Another remote pep talk in the can and in your ears. I hope it was helpful. Steve, especially for you, I hope it was helpful, but whoever you are, I hope it was helpful. Now, if you need a pep talk, you're thinking, I wouldn't mind one. I have a situation that I would like a little bit of pep talk for and have that pep talk take place somewhere cool. Just email peptalks at ryanmillar, with an A, dot com. You could also just go to ryanmillar.com and get on my mailing list. That's fun, too. While I'm asking you to do things, you could also subscribe to this podcast. You like it. The episodes are short. It's a bit of a pick-me-up. Go for it. And while you're at it, you probably know someone else who could use one of these. So send them a link. Or take their phone and subscribe them. Well, that's all except I want to say thanks to a few people. One is Steve. Thanks, buddy. Two is Bone40 for the theme music. And I also want to thank Tim Kahn for his audio of the Spanish Steps. Well, that's all. So off you go. Enjoy your day. But more importantly, and more immediately, please enjoy your right now. <laughs> <laughs>